I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I am, we are kicking off season two, and I am once again joined by my friends, Vanessa and Jackie. Say hi. Hi, welcome to season two. My name is Jackie Rodriguez. I am a big Friends fan. I'm excited to see what's going to happen this season. Well, I already know, but. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez. I'm the newbie. So season two, let's do it. So I'm very excited about this. We've, uh, I think getting through season one was a huge accomplishment. On to season two, only yeah. nine more to go. Uh, <laughs> this is our 25th episode, season pre- season two premiere, The One with Ross's New Girlfriend. It premiered on September 21st, 1995, with 32,000,000.1 viewers. Wow, that's a that's good true. season premiere. <laughs> All right, Jackie, give us the ones over. Those ratings because of the cliffhanger. Which we pick up right where we left off. Rachel goes to meet Ross at the airport after his trip to China. And she decides she's ready to go for it. But then when he gets off the plane, he's getting off with a new girlfriend. So now we see her reaction in the second season. And it's hilarious. So his new girlfriend's name is Julie. And then Phoebe cuts the guy's hair. And Monica wants her to cut her hair. And then Chandler gets his pants altered by Frank the Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought this was pretty funny when Rachel finally gets back after the whole thing and gets back to the apartment and the guys have completely different haircuts. I'm like, what happened? This is, you know, did did all this happen while she was at the airport? It's funny the way they made it. They had a new look and it's the way uh, way they covered for it. They the did. A new haircut. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> well, getting haircuts, I don't know. Like, guys' haircuts super complicated with different layers. I know women's are, but guys no. are? Okay. Like, maybe the hair was much longer, right? Yeah, and Joey's too, because he had, like, the side swipe kind of, like, look. Like, boy band look. You yes, know? It was a very <laughs> different look for them. I actually felt like they were all thin. Like, yeah. they all went on a diet for the summer. Yeah, they probably <laughs> and they came back for season two all thin. All the actors were on diets. Yeah. yeah, but I thought they played that whole haircut thing really well. I thought uh-huh. it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Good job on their part. <laughs> and they, you know, that whole mistaken identity thing kind of rears its head again. You know, because Phoebe gets her actors confused <laughs> who she's yeah. cutting the hairs for, which is Dudley Moore. <laughs> yeah. Dudley Moore is it a Demi Moore? Yeah. Then Roddy McDowell instead of Andy McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I thought like Demi Moore and Courtney Cox, they kind of look alike. Almost. They both have the dark hair, light eyes, you know, and I was just like, oh, well, I can see like them using her. Like, why did they use her? It's like the writers probably thought, oh, let's find another superstar that looks a lot like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in one scene when um, they were sitting at the dinner table, I noticed, I was like, Monica has really great hair. I don't think she should cut it off. Like, her <laughs> hair was just voluminous, great layers going on. It shaped her face well. And then Dudley Moore happened. Uh-huh. And then Dudley Moore happened. What I'm wondering, too, is, like, was that, was that a wig when, it, Phoebe, when she's trying to decide, like, did she tell Phoebe to cut her hair? Do you think, I it, think was it was a wig? Totally a wig. Okay. And I'm wondering why, like, why did she decide to cut her hair, Monica? Maybe, I mean, maybe like, to add, maybe to add to her storyline, because you do see later on that it her OCD does come out. And even Phoebe says, she's like, I don't want to cut your hair because you're going mm-hmm. to get all crazy on me. Yeah, if I mess it up. Yeah, and I also think it was to play out the joke with. Actually, I think the whole thing was to play out the joke with Julie's hair 
at the the end with when uh, uh, Rachel's mean to her and says, "No, Andy McDowell's not that. That's <laughs> Roddy McDowell from uh, Planet of the Apes." Yeah, <laughs> I had to look these people up. I mean, I know who Andy McDowell is, and I know who Demi Moore is, but I didn't know who Dudley Moore was. Didn't know. Um, Dudley Moore was very, very popular for about a minute and a half in the 80s. Oh, okay. He did yeah. Arthur um, with, um, um, uh, I can't think of her name, Liza Minnelli. In the 80s, when you get caught between the moon and New York City. Oh. That song, that's why Chandler sings that song. Oh, okay. I like how you say a minute and a half. Not just a minute, <laughs> but a minute and a half. <laughs> he had like three movies, I think. You know, the, the, uh, Arthur. Uh, and then, okay, so the other funny jo- kind of inside joke there is okay. um, Ross says, oh, I give your hair a 10 because one of the other deadly movies was 10 with Bo Derek. Oh, okay. these, these totally went over my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like sometimes when they mention, you know, references, I'm just like, what? We are glad to have you with us, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the, another little interesting little side back side thing is the guy who played the tailor was Buck Cartellian and he was in Planet of the Apes with Roddy McDowell. And I thought it was just coincidental that Rachel mentions um, uh, Planet of the Apes at the end. It all ties in. And he was even a wrestler. He was a wrestler. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they tie. They managed to tie everything in. Maybe, yeah. maybe they cast him for that reason, you know. And then maybe that storyline went off of, you know, because well, it probably is too that they were that was top of mind because they when they cast him as they mm-hmm. write in the episode. I don't know who knows which chicken or egg which came first. Who knows? But I just thought it was hilarious. There were so many funny moments. Yeah. The. I, I, the, my one of my favorite parts was when um, Monica is in her room and she's recovering from her traumatic experience, oh and Phoebe comes out and she's just like she's doing okay, like expressing her feelings, like she just came out from a traumatic experience, which she did, or a surgery procedure, and the, yeah. everyone is so worried. Rachel's pacing back and forth, like how is she? You know, how is she doing? Can we see her? No, Ross, your hair's really good, or something like that. No, no. she tells Joey. No, Joey's hair is good, and she's like Ross. You could see her. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. It was over dramatization about how we, you know, how we all feel when we get a bad haircut. Yes, has anyone ever had a bad haircut? I remember having like when I was a little kid, like the haircut with the bangs and then the short hair right under my ears, uh-huh. and it's like you know just that that kind of is it called a bowl cut? I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah, I remember having that as a kid and looking back and seeing pictures when I'm like in elementary school and me not even smiling and showing my teeth. <laughs> it was just like a big, like big old cheeks and then the bad haircut. Did you I, know it was a bad haircut at the time? No. Back? Oh, okay. Nope. I didn't know it was a bad haircut until I look back. I'm like, Mom, what did you do? <laughs> I didn't know it was a bad haircut then. That's so funny because I have a similar experience with my mom. Uh So I have only gone to the salon to get my hair cut once in my life because my mom always cuts it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So one day when I I was like in fifth or sixth grade and I said, mom, can you cut my hair? I need a trim. I was like, just trim it. Don't cut it, you know, any shorter. She's like, okay. So I'm sitting in the chair and when, when she's done, I look in the mirror and I literally have like, my hair's up to here, and then it rises like I don't know, so you're an A line, high up to my back, yeah, yeah, and then like an there's like yeah, like 
like no hair at the bottom and oh I just God. panicked I was like oh mom what'd you do I just told me what did it try oh, like, oh, cute. cute I was like no and she's like okay we have to go to the mall so get ready we'll go to the mall and I was so scared because I thought I was gonna get teased which I I did get teased but oh. thankfully I survived and my hair is back so you oh. totally had a Monica moment. Yes, I had a Monica moment. <laughs> but I love my mom, and I'm grateful. That Are I there pictures of this haircut? Um, I don't even know. I think I have to look. Maybe <laughs> I just didn't want any pictures taken, and thankfully, it might have not even been around a school picture yeah, moment. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't around school year because the school year pictures are taken at the beginning of the year. So. It was in the school year. I don't think it was that early, though. Oh, yeah. and your mom's a hairstylist, so she should know the trends. Why did she just go along with it? Because I was so worried about being teased. And then, and then yeah, they're like, you look like a boy. Oh, I was God. like, oh. For girls, though, it is different. For women, it is different because, you know, guys keep their hair so short generally anyway. Mm -hmm. It'll grow out in a couple of weeks, but I guess a bad haircut for a woman is much more traumatic. Yeah, it takes longer to grow out, um, to grow out the layers and everything everything you know and the actual style whereas guys like you said you can just like trim it up and easily but we have to grow out the style of it <laughs> i do i have seen some guys though come out with a little funny hair especially out of quarantine you know you just see yes. like popped up <laughs> hairs coming out and then i've also seen some people that post online they're like i went to the barber and i guess now the barber cuts like their side part yeah uh -huh. or and now they like make a big a big gap in between the side part. Oh my god. And so it's yeah. like a huge like river or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a but there yeah. are a lot of bad quarantine haircuts. That's yeah. that's for sure. Have you tried cutting Caesar's hair during quarantine? Oh no, he wants to see how long it will grow out. Oh good. Does he have a beard too? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. A little one, yeah. <laughs> that's I cute. tried to do that but I couldn't take it anymore. I had to finally <laughs> break in and, and, and get a haircut. Your hair looks good though. Yeah, well, it does look, <laughs> it does look good. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk about the real focus of this episode. Yes. Ross's new girlfriend and Rachel's reaction, which ain't pretty. Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, we are back. And this uh, season two of the Friends, a lot of things changed. I, you know, we talked about they all had kind of new haircuts. I missed Phoebe's curls, to be honest. I don't like her flat hair as much. I mm -hmm. like the curly wild hair better. Um, and they were on a different stage too, right? Yes. This is the first time that they shot on stage 24, the iconic Friends um, stage at the WB lot. So it was still on the Warner Brothers lot the first season, but the second season is when they moved into the stage 24 where they shot the rest of the series. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been to that stage too. And when I did the Friendsgiving um, 
tour on the Warner Brothers lot, uh, they took us and we could only take pictures outside. We couldn't take pictures inside. But it is it was such a cool feeling going walking into it. I was so nervous. My palms were sweaty. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. This is these are the same, this is the same door. These are the same steps that they all took. It was incredible being on that stage. And while I was on that stage, Fuller House was filming. And so Fuller House had their set. So I saw the Fuller House set all set up. It wasn't an empty stage. Like it's continually being used today with other shows. But they still have everything set up inside as friends or part of it or no? No, no. it's just the stage. So the friends um, tour that they have Central Perk on a different stage. That's the actual part of the Warner Brothers tour that anybody can go to at any time. The friends giving tour is just special during Thanksgiving and you go where they film different scenes and you have a friend to give a Thanksgiving meal in the same commissary that all the actors were in as well. So, uh, okay. So the central perk is a different part. Of I just thought it was very interesting that they completely rebuilt the sets, and you can't really tell at all. But the central perk, I guess, there's uh, before it wasn't the outside really wasn't real, but they built a real street out there. Okay, so what'd you guys think when uh, Rachel? We've been waiting uh, all, you know, back in the day, we had to wait from May to September to find out what happened. And you <laughs> right there, and and Rachel's. Waiting to see, and then she sees Julie. Oh, Julie. I know. I thought the first lines are hilarious when Rachel tells Julie, Welcome to America. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, so I have some information. So, Julie is played by Lauren Tom, um, and she wrote a whole essay on fresh, fresh yarn um, about her first day experience and all about um, friends. And she was on for six episodes. And that line that you're talking about, where she goes, um, welcome to my country. She goes, thank you, I'm from New York. That was yeah. actually Lauren Tom's idea because people go up to her and saying that um, to her because they don't think she speaks English. And so um, she told that to the writers and the writers incorporated it into the show. So I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was hilarious. And you know that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Know? silliness and uh, just assuming that people who look different aren't from here so it's yeah I get a lot of I'm not Espanol and I'm uh -huh. like yeah but how did you know kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally thank you and then so it what else in her blog that she wrote um for Fresh Yarn she is actually from the Joy Luck Club and one of the producers recognized her or from or re was watching and liked her in the Joy Luck Club so they actually called her to be part of this. And so they, she didn't have to audition. They just offered the part to her. And she writes that when she was watching Friends the day before the phone call, she was watching Friends and she's like, oh, David Schwimmer, he's cute. You know, he plays Ross. <laughs> yeah, she, and she noted in her head, because you know, whenever we see cute actors, we like IMDb them now. And we're like, okay, I remember who he is, like noted, you know? And then the next day is when her agent called her and said, oh, we're offering you this part on Friends. And she was like, did I manifest this? Like, <laughs> the timing of it all with Lauren Tom. And so when she found out she was at the gym, she said she almost tripped and fell like off the, the uh, treadmill when she found out. <laughs> and then she describes her, um, her whole first day experience. And people have said this before, when they guest star on Friends, they all just feel like, welcome to the family. And it was all very welcoming. And that's what struck me when I was reading her blog was like David Schwimmer goes up to her and says, welcome to the cast. Mm. And that was really cool because I'm just like, well, he goes up to her and, you know, 
they completely welcoming. And then Monica or Monica, sorry, Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox said, We heard it's your birthday today. Do you want we want to take you out for lunch? And so they all went to lunch together. Oh no. And it's and then another detail in that lunch, she says that Jennifer Aniston, she would um gut out the middle of her bread because that has too many carbs. So you talk <laughs> about them being skinny. <laughs> she just goes out the middle part of her bread and then they all work out during um, after lunch oh there's a gym here we all work out do you want to come lauren tom's like no i don't want to go because she <laughs> doesn't want to work out <laughs> i heard courtney cox lisa kudrow and jennifer anderson all ate cob salads mm-hmm. yeah they ate cob salads every day for lunch <laughs> wow i, mean, I, I like cob salad but i don't know about every day for 10 years that's commitment <laughs> Right? Commitment. So I thought the whole um, essay was was cool to get a perspective of somebody because it is intimidating. She said she like almost fainted when she's like walking into the room when they're about to read, you know, in rehearsal. And um, it's intimidating going into that cast, but how they welcomed her in was cool. And and she's so perfect for for that. And it's hard because everybody wants Ross and Rachel to get together. And so to be that other woman against Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> and as we learn in the next couple of episodes, you can't help but like her. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Rachel's so passive aggressive with her. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny to watch Rachel change now. <laughs> but um, I didn't realize that she was in. Uh, Lauren Tom was in the Joy Luck Club, which I really, I really like the book of that. Have you ever read any Amy Tan? Amy Tan wrote the book that was based off. Have you ever read her books? No, no. no. I've really never good. seen Joy Luck Club either. It's really good. The book is amazing, and the the Kitchen God's Wife and a Hundred uh, Secret Senses are both really great. Oh, that's cool. You should she's check on, it out sometime. So, me and Vanessa are Pretty Little Liars fans. She's uh, she was on Pretty Little Liars too. She was Allison's attorney in season uh, five. I don't even remember that. Neither do I. But I was like, oh, well, Pretty Little Liars, what? And so, um, and then she, you know, the Disney show Andy Mac. She's Andy Mac's mom. And so hmm. I don't watch that show, but I know because we've had people from Disney come on and promote the show on the morning show. So, uh, so she's still acting. Lauren Tom's still out there. Oh, speaking of still acting, I started um, um, Space Force. Oh, oh how was that? It's really funny, but she's. I've only watched the, I think the first three episodes, and she's or maybe the first two episodes, and she's hardly in them. But uh, I, I think it'll be more later, but. Steve Carell is very funny. Yeah, I just finished watching The Office yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yes, I'm done. <laughs> so Steve I've Carell never seen that show. That. It's really good. It's hilarious. Maybe we'll That's do that cool. next. And I can be the newbie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There we go. So back to Ross and Rachel and Julie, the whole triangle. Um, it's funny because in season one, Ross was always the one who was getting interrupted with his, like, ready to tell Rachel's feelings or ready to go for it. And then now this time, Rachel is the one who's like, oh, well, there's a new girlfriend. <laughs> and now it's flipped. Yeah. Yes, well, for it's season flipped. two, it's flipped. And it's another airport scene. The airport's very important for Ross and Rachel. And you'll find out in the series finale. <laughs> I actually feel like that balcony is very important to them too because it's where they have these even, even though it was the last one was in Rachel's head when she was, you know, having the the fake conversation with Ross and the fake kiss or yeah. the imaginary kiss. That it was this scene was kind of reminiscent of that. Mhm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it happened in real time. It was so sad, though. It was. It was breaking my heart. I was like, it was oh, so no. sad. <laughs> the look on her eyes, like, she just had, like, puppy dog eyes, like, uh-huh. take me, please. And Ross uh-huh. was just so confident in his relationship and, like, what he thought Rachel was going to tell or ask him. And he's just kind of like, I want you to find someone who cares about you. And the, when he said that and when Rachel looked up, I was just like, oh, oh it's you, Ross. It's you. Open your eyes. <laughs> and then he says, like, I care for Julie. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But it's interesting because this is the first time we've seen Ross confident in a relationship with a woman, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. So it's yeah. very different. This whole season's kind of starting on a very different tra- trajectory. Mm-hmm. Rachel's yeah. the vulnerable one, and, and uh, Ross is... Except, of course, she, as uh, people do, particularly apparently the friends, fall back into bad habits with Paolo. Yes! Oh, that was so funny. And then at that point, you see Ross kind of upset that oh, yeah. Paolo's uh-huh. back. Yeah. Well, nobody likes Paolo. No, mm-hmm. I know. And he, even in the kitchen, when he's like staying next to Phoebe, like he's still touching her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then even when the friends like first see him, they're like, "What is he doing here?" He's like, "I did Rachel or something yeah. like that." I did a cow. <laughs> I did a cow. <laughs> I do a cow or something. Yeah. 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 It's oh, the last time, so- and it's the last time we see him. It's the last appearance from Cos- Cosimo Fusco. So. Wow. We won't see him again. <laughs> I like a little bit of the fashion on the show too. To talk about that, the navy crop top that Rachel's wearing has tees, the little tees patch on it. I mm-hmm. thought that was super cute. That was a super cute little outfit. Yeah, oh, their style is in style now. I'm watching. Yes. It I would wear that. I would wear this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely coming back. That's their style trend never left. I feel like mm-hmm. hair everything. I also thought it was interesting. I think this has been on before, but I think I just noticed it the first time. The bottles of water they're drinking are clearly Evian bottles, but they've taken the E and the N off, so it just uh-huh. says VIA, VIA. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know I guess they didn't. Yeah, they didn't want to pay for it. Or, well, they didn't, or they didn't want to do a free commercial for Evian either. Yeah. Yeah, because I do notice that I do see products in the show. Mm-hmm. They have like Poland Springs. They know Poland Springs from the East Coast, so they have. Yeah, that's very big Springs. New York. Yeah, yeah, in in um in a lot of the episodes. Can we talk about Joey's experience with <laughs> alterations? <laughs> oh no! I don't even know what to say about I that. Know. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, there is so much there. It was such a big revelation for him. I know. <laughs> it's so it's sad. It's just like oh. That's not how they tailor pants. And like well, in prison. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chandler's look when he, it is hilarious too, the way they start the shot down at his ankle and they, they you see the tape going up to his leg and then they pan up to his face and you see his face go, whoa. <laughs> Your tailor is a bad man. <laughs> yeah. And they said that Joey's been going to him since he was 15. I'm like, oh, geez. And then he yeah. called his dad. Yeah. And his um, dad thinks that too. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. That was a funny moment. There were so many funny moments, like I said earlier, like the whole Julie coming in and Rachel going, welcome to our country. The Taylor Parker Ross says in prison. And then the whole Phoebe moment of telling the whole gang that, you know, she's recovering from her traumatic experience (laughs) playing doctor. My favorite part, and this is my favorite line, is um, when 
Rachel comes back and she's rushing and she's out of breath and she, Julie and Ross walk in, they, she, they introduce them to the crowd and she, they're trying to tell a story. And then she, Rachel goes, Julie, isn't that great? Isn't that kick you in the crotch spit on your deck? Fantastic. <laughs> That's I a know. good one. Cause she said it so like, it just flowed out naturally. Yeah. Perfect. It's like how she's feeling right now. She's like, she just got kicked in the crotch, spit on your neck. Like that's how she's feeling because she was ready to be vulnerable and take the leap. And then this happens to her. Well, presumably they just spent two hours in the cab coming from JFK too. So, you know, yeah. it was, she, you know, that's a long cab ride, particularly <laughs> back within that situation. So I thought yeah. they expressed that really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's already heard the story, so she just cuts right to the chase, and <laughs> it's very funny. Any favorite lines, Jason? I actually, I Matt Matthew Perry says his favorite line of the entire series is, "Okay, you have to stop, the, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance." Oh, <laughs> about uh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty like. funny. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny and so okay. true. <laughs> yeah, and very true. It got it got a big laugh. Big laugh audience too any last thoughts i just like how they're they keep delaying ross and rachel the writers are doing a good job keep it going <laughs> well they re- i like the way they reestablish it in a whole different dynamic yeah. now mm-hmm. great start to season two totally. coming up in our next episode of friends with friends monica makes a new friend rachel isn't too happy about it and there's a battle in the wild west which i thought this was very funny the way they play out the whole west so we'll talk lots about that in the meantime like us on instagram friends with friends podcast and give us five star ratings <laughs> and nice comments and subscribe all Thank right you. See you next time. see you next time